Hello, this is the Good Fighters. Um, we are a non-profit organization, faith-based Christian organization to bring awareness to the fact that the viewing of pornography and sex trafficking are directly related. Uh, to bring awareness to that there's no, it's not an innocent crime, it's not a sin without any consequences and I'm not just saying for the man who's watching it but also for the person the picture the picture there's always a soul attached to the picture now so before I go into any more detail I just want to lay out briefly so my name is Uli Gradinger and I am the the founder uh, of the good fighters so the idea is to um, <clears throat> what, in short, what you know, God has done in my, my life to share that, and also to motivate and inspire other men, uh, men that are believers that are in the church, and maybe they don't have a very lively relationship with God, or they do, but they want to completely be free, or if they are free, they want to actually use that experience uh, in the past uh, that what the enemy meant for evil they want to use it for good they want they want god to use it for good um so that is the vision of of uh, what we do so this is the first in a series of countless i hope uh, podcasts i just want to lay out um yeah, so today I just want to introduce um, the Good Fighters and over this month or the next four sessions I want to talk about several topics. Um, I'm probably going to talk a little bit about my own story um, coming out of sexual addiction and um, then the other point would be um, to talk a little bit about uh, what helped me to come out of it and to find freedom um, and then some specific specifics that uh, revelations that really came through through that that work that I did that God gave me that I found extremely helpful and also I found helpful in passing on to others so that would be some of the the next uh, um, podcasts we are looking at so for today I just want to uh, tell a little bit about myself. So my name is Uli, as I said, and I was born and raised in Germany, West Germany at the time. Um, got introduced to pornography through, at that time, still like uh, uh, Hustler or like magazines through a, a friend from the youth group at the Catholic Church and who introduced that to us and then showed us, you know, how to use it, basically. Uh, how to masturbate and and all that stuff, and then pretty quickly it it it, it um, you know got, I got into uh, prostitutes. Um, age thirteen, I remember I got into um, then of course having girlfriends and having sexual relations and um, but pretty pretty quickly at the age of seventeen I left home and. Um, had a suicide attempt at the age of 13 uh, so things didn't turn out too too good like you know a lot of people in their teens there's a lot of uh, turbulence there's a lot of things going on there and uh, today 
it's even the turbulence is I can only imagine are even stronger with the the internet and the power of that uh, is so strong especially looking at the pictures and the pornography and all that so um, fast forward in my in my story I, I pretty quickly uh, as I decided to become a jazz musician I, I there was a certain destructiveness interwoven in my in my life and I didn't choose that I believe just for the purpose of um, the music that was definitely something but that the tragic and also a certain destructiveness that was somehow I felt with it and uh, concerning the pornography and the, and the sexual relationships I really wanted to live that out I wanted to live I didn't want to just see that pornography I wanted to live it and as the Bible says eventually you know God gives us over to uh, our debased minds and and that happened it wasn't just over a year or so over pushing consistently on those boundaries over really decades eventually in my 30s I had a relationship with a occult leader with a woman in Berlin where I lived at the time and she was in sexual occult, one of the occults she was involved in. And uh, I met her and I thought like, wow, finally I get to live out every any fantasy I ever dreamed of. And I thought I was in heaven. Plus the spiritual uh, side of it, I was like, you know, by that time, you know, the little Catholic knowledge was completely, you know, whatever goes at, at that point. And for a year or so, I thought I'm in heaven. And then eventually she was, uh, after two years in our relationship, she was diagnosed with a super aggressive brain tumor. And within minutes, this whole kingdom, this whole uh, heaven as I saw it, um, I even saw, you know, like the Bible says that the, uh, the, the devil disguised himself as an angel of light. I even saw that angel of light and I was like, oh, so beautiful and all this, the, that spirituality and all that stuff. And that came crashing down within minutes after that diagnosis came out and uh, everything turned into fear and death. And all of a sudden those angels of light showed their real face faces of demons and um and i was enslaved in this and i i remember there was one day i i i was just so isolated and so desperate and at that point i had everything i ever wanted in my life i had you know my dad bought me an apartment uh, i had a, a car and i had sufficient work and and steady work as a musician and a teacher and but I felt so desperate. I was so desperate um, that I remember I went on my knees in the woods in Berlin, and I saw the heavens felt as brass, and I saw these demons like surrounding me, like laughing at me, and I felt so desperate as I, as I already said. So long that was probably the lowest point, and it took years and years and years. Uh, to 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 slowly recover from this, but eventually only this was truly changed when I met Jesus Christ in 2009. Um, and then my life really changed, and then really healing came into my life.
So that's just a little bit um, of my story. Um, that story qualifies me just like you and anybody who has been in or even is still in dealing with a sexual addiction. And think about it this way, if I can leave you with this kind of encouragement. Um, again, whatever the enemy, Satan, means for evil, God can use it for good. He wants to use it for good. So, um, one of the two things that I realized, so when I got saved in 2009, um, I was serious about this. So I wasn't like, okay, grew up in the church and dabbled with it here and there and born again. No, I never heard the message of of uh, Christ even wanting a relationship with me. So when I when I asked the Lord to come into my heart, I was serious. I wasn't like going to play around with this or I wasn't saying like, oh, let me, no, no, I was very serious. So I was like, as they say in recovery, I guess they say white knuckling, but I was very serious. And uh, but then I had two times that I slipped up. I remember and and looked at pornography and masturbated and and uh, I was in music ministry at a church, and I told my my leader I was I was not willing to be a hypocrite or not being honest about it. So that really helped me. But I'm telling also my story that I never. Or not never, but it took like two years or so, or three years until somebody told me about something that was going on in regards to, you know, um, recovery work in this area, sexual addiction or pornography addiction. And um, so I went, I think it was the Every Man's Battle course that was at Redeemer Church in New York. And we attended another church, a, a big church, very good church, but there was nothing in relationship to, to this. And I still, I know to this day there's nothing going on, which is most of the churches, they have no programs or they have no specific help in this area. And it's very, very crucial. So that's one part of the work that I'm doing today that I'm um, working with Avenue. Uh, the website is avenue.works. And it's a discipleship-based, Christ-centered um recovery work and it's very very important and uh, i'm going to promote this throughout uh, this podcast and talk about it explain it um for today i think I, I told a little bit of my story so my aim is for you to to find hope that there's a way out of this addiction there there is a way and there is actually a purpose that god has for your life specifically and uh, that's one of the things I've, I want to focus on immediately. So because without a purpose, our lives are like completely useless. And um, as the filth is increasing around us, so God is really looking for men that are driven by purpose and, and willing to stand with all their faults and all their weaknesses, willing to stand for righteousness. And uh, I want to encourage you to not just look at yourselves, um, but look at look around and look at the children and the, the women. And uh, we as men are in the church where God is asking us to protect women and children. And when we um, 
engage in pornography or any 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 uh, activities, sexual activities outside of marriage between a man and a woman, uh, we are actually exploiting um, women and children or even men, whatever it is. So that is not pleasing to God. That is not right in the sight of God. And but. To say that it's not about spreading shame, it's just to bring attention to that point because we can fool ourselves and we can think it's it's all right. But so that's our purpose to become truly men men of God. And uh, I just want to encourage you to, with everything that you have, to pursue God. And if you have a question about Avenue, um, I'm just going to give you a quick overview. Avenue is. Um, as I said, a discipleship program, and it's um, so there's a certain commitment involved in it. Uh, we have like uh, in-person groups, and we have like video uh, online groups that are connecting through video calls once a week. And um, there's what we call uh, so in in general. Uh, there's two pillars in Avenue. One is relationships. And the other one is structure. So my experience is like structure is broken down in, through the addiction. Years and years of addiction, structure breaks down. That was a big issue for me personally, uh, a lack of structure. So, um, and relationships are completely, you know, tainted and, and hindered and, and broken through, through, through the sexual addiction. So, um, at least for me, that was the case. And... So I have no focus on relationships. So first, that would be the Father, the Son, and the Holy Spirit. Specifically, like uh, through journaling, really approaching God, learning how to approach God in the right way. And then approach Him in the right way. Uh, confession of sins on a consistent basis, personally, and then also with, with others. James 5.16 says, uh, confess your sins to one another and be healed. So that's a big part. And then also, uh, what was for me the biggest point, actually learning to listen to God. So not just being able, it's easy to talk, right? But it's hard to listen and to really know that I hear from God. So that's something that we actually train in Avenue. And it's, you know, there's nothing spooky about it or anything like that. It's a very simple method, but it's something that we can train ourselves and it's, it's priceless. It's amazing. So relationships so that's with god in in, in in his three forms and then would be um of course with our wife our children our friends our, our just in general and, and and um but also our our avenue brothers so we it's mandatory to make at least one phone call to a brother a day so that's <clears throat> relationships and then the other uh pillar is um structure so a structure of, um, we have the weekly meeting, we have daily phone calls, we have uh, devotional time with God, prayer time in the morning, in the evening. Um, um, There's certain things that we go through um, to, to simplify our lives and to purify our lives in the beginning. So that would all fall under structure. So it's a very strong and, and, and um, powerful um, program. So that's uh, what I want to say about Avenue for now and uh, about myself. Thank you so much for listening. 
Um, we're also starting a YouTube channel. I'll keep you posted on that. And uh, I don't have a website on this set up yet, but this is the first podcast and I'm, I'm looking forward to, uh, to come on the air next week again and, and to add some more to this. Thank you so much. God bless you in Jesus' name.